Yo, AJ. What's crackolackin'? I don't know. We should talk like this the whole episode. We totally will. Get ready, cats. Everyone's <laughs> unsubscribing by the second. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about as funny as it's going to get. Should we just start the show? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Great boxes. <laughs> it never fails. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here on YouTube. We do it live for your viewing pleasure. If you like listening with your eyes, that's what YouTube is for. If you like watching with your ears, don't forget we put this thing up on podcast services of your choice. Thanks to our good friend Jay Meow out there uh, who puts this up on podcast services of your i really need to just write this down and script it uh well also a special shout out to sci-fi game cat henry who puts the timestamps into this sucker uh after the fact if they're not there relax he does it and he doesn't get paid i can't imagine if he stops doing it dude if he stops doing it there's not going to be any timestamps. so be nice to sci-fi game cat henry my name is brian pop and this channel right here psvr without parole and this gentleman over here it's aj from the underground psvr underground what is up, Brian? What is up, Game Cats? I see all you lovely bunch in there. Happy Monday. And I know that Mondays usually suck, but we are here to make sure your Sunday sucks. Did you say Sunday? <laughs> Just a little bit less. <laughs> I'm, oh, man. I hope that's not foreshadowing of this episode. Like this isn't going well, AJ. <laughs> We're off to no, a terrible no. start. Yep. Yeah. Uh, guys, we don't want to waste anybody's time or our time, of course, but we do want to thank you all for being here. We fucking love all of you so very much. Uh, a lot of PlayStation. What I meant was, Brian, we're going to retroactively fix their Sundays. Oh, <laughs> that's what I meant. Well, hold on. Let's, 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 let's get real close to everybody here. Let's, let's, let's figure out what happened. Did, did something, did something happen on your Sunday? Did you not get the pizza that you deserved? No, I had a was great, it, was, I, it, was I had it a cold and Sunday rainy? Cause I spent, pretty much the entire weekend playing Demio <laughs> and it was fantastic. I played with, uh, with Tiffany, with Dan. Um, I'm, uh, Oh my God. Now and Johnny like was ass. there and Billy was there <laughs> and Tommy and Jessica oh, and, and it Carly. Was, it was, it was creepy Betty, nope, Dan yeah. okay, and, and nice. Tiffany. Good. And it was a blast, man. And then I played some solo dude, Demio Out, listen, outside of creeper rocks. Betty, literally only five of our viewers know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Creeper Betty's the only superstar of the bunch. I, let's just say I played with some cool peeps, and I had a blast. <laughs> played six hours uh, on on Saturday, and then I played like another dude. I don't know. I had a great weekend. I was I was I I got some productive stuff done. Got some you know cleaning around the house. Did some the other things, and then uh, were you gonna say shenanigans? Clear out yes, the house, and, some shenanigans. <laughs> and then and then I got a good like almost 15, 15, almost twenty hours of PSVR two in the weekend. I'm good, man. I'm good to go. Nice. That's what happens Sunday. 
Nice. That's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. I've been doing my best to get uh, daily Gran Turismo in. Uh, it's, it's something I've been wanting to do ever since the review was finished, and, and I'm actually doing it uh, and just getting in there every single day, making me feel like I'm playing games for fun, which is not something that I've really been able to do much of, uh, is phenomenal. Uh, but then, of course, uh, yesterday I played Afterlife VR uh, for like the day. Um, I'm sure that you've seen impressions out there, people playing the game, uh, you know, uh, whether it be just some gameplay and stuff. Uh, I opted to not do that and just get the review out. Um, Wes and I can talk about it more in depth on Wednesday's show. Uh, you know, Wes, Wes and I are both big fans of low budget horror. <laughs> so, uh, this is kind of our game, but, uh, but the game doesn't come out until I believe Friday for the US and then Saturday for the EU. Uh, so, my coverage will be either tonight or tomorrow morning at the absolute latest. And of course, Wes and I will talk about it Wednesday. So plenty of afterlife VR coverage coming up soon. I might try to stream it tonight too. <clears throat> nice. Everybody go subscribe to AJ over at PSVR Underground. Click the link in the description below. And while you're clicking on links, make sure you click the link uh, for our discord. Uh, yesterday, there was a great, I'm, I'm assuming, uh, Grand, uh, Grand Turismo meetup. Uh, but every Sunday we have multiplayer meetups led by our good friend, uh, Professor Lilith. And obviously conversations like this, PSVR discussions uh, and PSVR 2 discussions and stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with VR whatsoever, like pizza and cats and 80s movies. That all happens over there pretty frequently, too. Um, did I miss any of the housekeeping, AJ? Well, Brian, we would like to thank another special group of people. Oh. It is Monday, of course, and we would like to thank those who support us in another way by changing your name to something GameCat, something GameCat related, or something GameCat adjacent, as you and something GameCat adjacent like to say. And this week, we have one, two, three new GameCats. So welcome to the GameCat Dojo. Starting with Serial Killer is a Haiku Poem 575 GameCat. Bing! I think he's running out of ideas, AJ. <laughs> like, no, no offense, serial killer. Uh, well, when you change your name once a week, yep. it's going to get harder and harder. Yeah, it does. It's a beautiful little haiku poem. Yeah, it is. We've also got Hippie. I wonder if game cats taste like pickle. Ooh. Bing. You know who this is, Brian? Of course I do. It's Hippie Pickle. Yeah. I, I, I think you got the question backwards, though. I want to know. If pickles taste like game cats. <laughs> Actually, I played a little bit of Synthrider. I, I streamed Synthriders on Saturday night, Saturday night stream, mm -hmm. uh, and I got to meet Hippie Pickle in the virtual flesh. We didn't say anything to each other, um, but we did play Synthriders together, well, and we bonded. Brian. You know, we you know why you didn't talk, right? <laughs> no. Because, because he's a pickle. I've been watching a lot of AVGN recently. No, he had he had people in the room that were sleeping, uh, and so he couldn't like t turn on his mic and uh, like be conversive. Um, no problem. Yeah. And finally, we, we 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 still got to dance together. We 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 uh, spoke. Never mind. Anyways, <laughs> we finally, last but certainly not least, we've got Chrono DM parenthesis Jonathan Rumor. The game dog. Uh, dog looked at me. Happy belated birthday, Jonathan Rumore. Uh, it was his birthday oh, yeah. yesterday, the 16th, April 16th. Happy birthday, bud. Happy birthday. 
But this is a good reminder, guys. Uh, you know, not everybody's a cat out there. Some people identify as a dog. Um, I, I identify as a flower pot. Uh, and we fucking love all of you guys so very much. If you want to, uh, change your name to something, the game something, uh, because you love us almost as much as, hi, we love you, uh, then feel free to put hashtag GameCat in the comments below. And we'll do that. This something about what I said, uh, sounded, really fucking messed up <laughs> like somebody's gonna cancel me for identifying with a, for uh, as a flower pot and I, I hope you all know it's not at all. you are so paranoid all, i am fucking paranoid man i've done too many drugs <laughs> in my life i drank too much i've got like three brain cells left and so those brain cells are all focused on the wrong thing all the time aj i am Brian always thinks somebody's out to get him <laughs> He's like, we can't say this. I might get canceled. No, no, no. Like, I, Dude, if you were going to get just, canceled, you would have canceled a I, long time ago. I'm just, I, that's true. I'm, <laughs> I just, I just always want to err on the side of respect, right? Uh, there was, there was a chat happening in Discord recently saying, oh, I could never stream. Somebody was saying, I could never stream because I'd get canceled immediately because everybody gets offended by everything. And I was like, I am living proof. That that is not the case. <laughs> that is true. Right? As long as you are respectful and, you, and everything that you say is, is said with the utmost respect and you're not trying to insult anybody or piss people off, then you're probably in a pretty good place. So I think that's the only reason I get away with saying half the shit that I say. I'm a flower pot, AJ. I'm a flower pot. <laughs> you're a beautiful flower They're pot, sending right? me to the insane asylum. <laughs> that's uh that's an inside joke that you'll get when my review comes out um <laughs> I, aj we've got a bunch of news happening uh what's 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 the first thing we're going to talk about today the first thing brian is that firmament is getting a release Jeez. it has a release date however <laughs> don't get too excited yeah like or at all excited <laughs> <laughs> because it's not coming to psvr2 yet right not yet, but uh, Firmament uh, had a brand new release date trailer for I think Steam and and something else I don't care about. Uh, and but they uh, they say a new trailer for our upcoming puzzle adventure game Firmament. Discover the story of a seemingly abandoned world as you explore and unlock the mysteries of three unique realms and beyond. Firmament will be available on May 18th, not on PlayStation VR 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, what the interesting thing is, uh, you know, they're, they're saying it's releasing on PC and Mac, uh, 2D and VR on May 18th. And then they're saying PlayStation 4, 5, and PlayStation VR 2 versions will launch later. Um, I, I'm, I'm actually really surprised to see that there's no, like, Xbox version for this. Uh, I mean, and I know it's like a, it, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure that this is, requires a lot of horsepower, uh, but I'm also surprised there's no Switch version, you know, like a downgraded Switch version or something like that. Uh, maybe there will be later on. I don't, I don't know what the exclusivity deals are, or maybe they just haven't had the time to get around to porting it to those things yet. Uh, maybe there'll be announcements for those later. Uh, but this looks beautiful. And I'm just, I'm so excited to see how this looks on PSVR 2, especially, I don't want to keep bringing up uh, abduction every time Cyan Worlds comes up, but their last effort on PSVR was was a train wreck. Yeah, I think it's more appropriate to mention Mist. <laughs> yep. I think people are way more familiar with Mist. I think we all know the story behind abduction. Um, uh, lot, sorry, <clears throat> lots of sirens on my end, guys. I apologize. At least five of us know the story of abduction, and that's really all that who needs to know. Well, Tiffany uh, knows, this- and Dan knows, and <laughs> Billy knows, and Timmy. <laughs> Courtney. Um, uh, so, so yeah. I mean, I will say, you know, this is uh, this is from the makers of Mist, a you know, 
at the time a revolutionary PC uh, puzzle adventure uh, where you kind of just wander around aimlessly and figure things out. And then there's lots of cool stuff to discover. Um, this uh, going by this trailer, man, it looks good. It, it looks visually, it looks nice. And I think, uh, I think what the reason this gets me excited is obviously this was a Kickstarter project years ago. And the fact that it's finally getting a release date on any platform is just a good sign that, you know, uh, it's it's finally made it. It's finally time, and and I don't expect it to be too long to wait for this. Hopefully, we don't have to wait too long for it. But um, but I think uh, I, I'm I'm looking forward to this one, even though it's a puzzle game. Uh, I think it looks really really good. Um, it looks it looks like it has a lot of potential. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know how long the port process will take, uh, but or, or if they've even started it, or if they're already partway through. Uh, but I feel like this would be a great holiday title. There's something, you know, th- it's really, really nice to be able to, you know, have some time off and, and go out and shoot your friends in VR and have like this high octane energetic experience. But then uh, I feel like you, you kind of need to have, uh, the, the opposite of that somewhere, right? Like you need, you need to have something that kind of takes you down from that and lets you go in and like have this, the, the Cyan Worlds games are always somewhat similar, right? You, what you go in and it's like this isolated, solitary experience where you're walking yeah. around this fucking crazy world. Um, and, and as weird as it is, you always feel very, very alone because most of, most of the time, whatever you're seeing aren't like even really NPCs. They're, they're holographic projections of NPCs. So you feel even further removed, um, from society and every, and everything else. You feel even more. Isolated. Sounds like bliss. <laughs> it does. And I, and I really, and there- I really want that, right? I, I need that downtime uh, after running around and shooting my friends in VR. I, I need something like this to kind of like soothe my soul, if that's a thing. Yeah. And uh, their games have always been, even before, you know, VR has, has gotten to the place where it is now, their games were always pretty immersive, I would say. Like, even I remember playing Myst, like, God, was it was like 95 or something. And, and I remember even as a as a young little kiddo being very immersed in this game. Uh, and it was pretty good. Yeah. Well, I'm just happy whenever a developer says, oh, hey, we haven't forget about PSVR 2. That makes me happy. And that's all the news is <laughs> regarding this today. Uh, it's got an yep. official release date on PC, and we'll have a PSVR 2 release date soon enough, I'm sure. Pretty looking trailer. Sure is. Uh, but not the uh, not the only release date news we got today, right, AJ? This one, act- the next one actually pertains much more to PSVR 2. That is right, Brian, because do you remember a little game called A Fisherman's Tale? No. No. Well, this is another Fisherman's Tale, Brian, and it is releasing May 18th. Now, this was, was it a, did it have like a French theme to it, the first one? Uh, did it have like a French thing going on? I, I mean, did our fisherman have an outrageous accent? <laughs> yeah, an outrageous. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, good. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so so this was the first game, you know, we've talked about it a billion times. Um, it was pretty charming, uh, especially at first, first hour or so, um, was was really impressive. It had a it had a really charming art style to it. I like uh, I like really- I like that you said first hour or so, as if there was a second hour or so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was like three hours long. It was like maybe ninety was like- minutes long. <laughs> Oh, well, maybe it was just for me. It took three hours because it's a puzzle game. But Which Double M um, Gaming in the chat with a $2 tip says, AJ, it's time you admit you like puzzles, bro. <laughs> I don't think I'm there yet, but I like some. 
I have, uh, I'm, I have, starting to, I'm starting to come around a little bit. Haven't, haven't found a VR, puzzle man. you don't like. <laughs> Look, the power of VR, man, <laughs> compels you. It, 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 yes, it does. And um, there's been some really, I, I just, I love creative games, man. And and a lot of puzzle games disguise in VR disguise themselves well and and do something that is just really new and refreshing and relaxing and uh, you know. I don't know. Oddly enough, some of my favorite puzzle games are the really, really brutal, difficult ones like Zing and Transpose. Um, but you know, they're it's like a puzzle. They're they're environmental puzzles where you interact with the environments, and visually, they're very good, and uh, they just have a lot of cool stuff going on. And so, this one is a little bit different from the first. This one's got a little bit more of a pirate theme going on. It seems like you're kind of on this island. Um, and yeah, it's, it's got this kind of Caribbean music and you play as this fisherman guy with like a, I don't know, this game's all about like shoot, like launching your hands uh, off to, to solve puzzles. And it looks like there's a lot of detachable things you might be able to put onto your hands. Um, I saw like, well, one point it's like got like a crab claw and he's like shooting it at a tree and stuff. And, um, Yeah. It's and it looks interesting. Uh, what I'm trying to figure out from this trailer, and, and this is just me, obviously uh, not prepping for the show, uh, because when we first saw this trailer, I was like, "Oh, this, this this looks cool. This they're doing something a little bit different. They're not reusing the same formula from the first game. Yeah, they're 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 this has a brand new hook to it. Um, I'm trying to figure out how you get around in this game because it, I can't tell if there's full locomotion. I definitely see lots of scenes where you're using your hand or shooting something out as a grappling hook to bring you from place to place. But I, that seems like it's just for verticality. Um, and, and I, I think I'd be kind of bummed if, if these guys didn't, uh, if, if these, if these guys didn't take that big step forward and add full locomotion to their game. I can't quite tell. It doesn't look like it. I feel like we have seen, there, there would be a lot more of it uh, in in this trailer if we were actually getting full locomotion, the, which is crazy because there's a lot of scenes of like we're falling, now we're going underwater through this vessel, now we're doing this, now we're doing that. There's a lot of scenes of motion, but none of it seemed to be actual walking around. <clears throat> well, there's a part where I just saw where he pushes a bridge over, so I imagine you have to walk over that bridge. Um, uh, you, it looks like there's locomotion in it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, there's uh, definitely, there's a little bit, like you said, there's some launching of yourself, um, or like the grappling using the, the hands to shoot them out. And there's a grappling hook. It looks like there's a little bit of locomotion in here. Yeah. I, I don't think that's going to be a problem. Oh, we, it, Joe Elf in the chat says there's full locomotion confirmed. Perfect. Boom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect. It looks you can it they but I know what you mean. They don't show a lot of it in the trailer, okay. but there's a couple parts like even where he like moves back where you can see that that there's movement. So no worries there. I wasn't worried about that. I just, you know, I want it to be good and fun. Yeah. And um definitely the most charming. important part. Yeah. Yeah. Um excellent. Okay, Beardo Benjo played it. I, this thing's been sitting on my hard drive for a fucking week. I should probably get around to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll definitely have coverage of this uh, as we get closer to uh, the preview embargoes and, and, of course, the review embargoes. Um, so certainly, uh, we'll certainly be covering it as well. Uh, and I think it's probably enough of another fisherman's tale, um, dude. I, I, I gotta say, I'm, I'm really happy. I'm really happy that we're able to kind of switch gears a little bit and uh, and 
and cover this next topic because a lot of what I've been dealing with lately, a lot of people, you know, I don't think a lot of people realize like what you and I kind of go through all the time that like we become the target when, whenever, <laughs> whenever somebody's like, oh, PSVR 2 is failing. Oh, it's a fucking has successful launch D- or unsuccessful launch. It's DOA, this and that, whatever. Like we, we end up becoming a target. We, we deal with more negativity than anybody could possibly ever, uh, possibly ever understand. Uh, and it just becomes like exhausting. Right. And so then like I, go on rants like i went on on friday's friday show <laughs> you let uh, it all out there it was all out yeah <laughs> so sometimes you got to man i mean it was therapeutic but at the same time i was like it wasn't planned like i, I really didn't want to do that um but sometimes i just yeah. gotta do it so um did, did we not did we did we bury the lead on on the last story um night in the jets says does fish the fisherman still have a release date yeah it's may 11th i think we fucking buried the lead on that one <laughs> Sorry. May, May 11th, almost less than a month away. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm, so I'm really, really happy, AJ, that we get to talk about some positivity that, that not all of the mainstream media outlets are looking at the PSVR2 sales, or let's be really clear here, the projected or the analysts, uh, guesses at the PSVR2 sales, uh, in a, in a not so negative light. People are actually putting it under a more proper light relating it to uh to other vr headsets and such so um i think we should probably take a look at a couple of these articles all right man well first up we've got insider gaming um and this is from mike straw this was published just a few days ago and the headline is our playstation vr2 sales actually disappointing And he says, shortly after launch, reports circulated that PlayStation VR 2 sales were disappointing. There were even claims that Sony decided to cut production of its virtual reality headset. Uh, Though many looked to criticize Sony for the perceived poor launch of the headset, the context of the numbers paints a completely different story. Costing $549.99, the second-generation headset requires a PlayStation 5 to function and lacks backwards compatibility with original PSVR games. This price and functionality have one analyst in a new Bloomberg report thinking the product is headed towards failure. Uh, Quote, I suspect a price cut on the PSVR 2 will be needed to avoid a complete disaster of their new product. Uh, End quote. IDC's Francisco Geronimo, vice president of data and analytics, said Uh, in the same article, it's stated that Sony is expected to have sold between 270,000 and 300,000 PlayStation VR 2 headsets from its February 22nd, 2023 launch through the end of March. Though Geronimo's comments indicate a disappointment, the actual numbers are anything but. Bum, bum, bum. If the nearly 300,000 headsets sold are accurate, PlayStation VR 2 would be one of the best-selling VR headset launches in the history of the newer medium. Looking at sales numbers gathered by Twitter user Lurian, mm-hmm. uh, the PlayStation VR 2 sales actually put it as the top wired headset in its first month. That's just based on known numbers, however. Um, he does have this chart here. I don't know if you yeah, the whole thing's up on the screen here. Um, so AJ, before we even move on, mm -hmm. I I think the funny thing is is uh when when this information first came out and and you and I talked about it and uh again I think I think we focused maybe on the wrong thing. We were focusing so much on listen, this guy's been wrong in the past. These numbers are probably inaccurate. These are just guesses. Why is everyone taking it seriously? Why is the media jumping on this? Like as if it's some sort of fact, as if Sony released sales numbers, uh, this is just a, this is just an estimate 
by an analyst who's been wrong about things in the past. And that's what we focused on. And, but we didn't actually say, well, what does 300,000 headsets actually mean? Like we, we, we didn't actually stop and say, if this is the correct number, where are we with that? Like, what is, is this a successful launch? Is it an unsuccessful launch? And so it's really nice that with that people who know more than we do and stay on top of numbers more than we do, uh, are looking at it and saying, actually, if these numbers are accurate, and again, we don't know if they are, that even the seemingly low number makes it one of the best selling or the best selling wired headset of all time. And that's, that's a, that's a crazy revelation to me. That is correct, Brian. And for even more context, the first PlayStation VR headset <laughs> sold about 950,000 in its first five months. PlayStation VR 2 has sold nearly a third of that in just one. If numbers stay similar to the first month, it would take just about 19 months for PlayStation VR 2 to surpass its original 5 million sold at 270,000 per month. Obviously, that number isn't going to be the case, and things will fluctuate at times based on availability in games. Still, if Sony has sold as many headsets so far as is claimed, it should be viewed as nothing short of a success for the company. Um, and then they uh, ended out with saying, Insider Gaming has yet to independently verify the legitimacy of the sales numbers from Bloomberg. However, we have reached out to Sony for direct comment on PlayStation VR 2 sales, and we'll update the story should a response be received. Yeah, more sirens on my end. Uh, it is interesting well, to Brian, know. Yes, sir. You have a great point, though. Um, we definitely focused on on some of the wrong things. Um, I think because, you know, we're very passionate about this, right? We get very emotional about it. We PlayStation VR 2 and the success of PlayStation VR 2 and, and PSVR uh, means a lot to us, just like how a lot of consoles, a lot of gaming, a lot of whatever uh, means a lot to a lot of people. We have an emotional connection to them. So we want them to succeed. So, yes, we could have just, you know, when all this stuff came out, I really didn't even think about it. Like I was like my first thought was really just. I'm not doing this again. Like this, <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing this again for the next five years. Right. You know, it's, it's, you know, to your point, Brian, a year ago, people were saying it's already failed. And then it's like any little thing that anybody could spin in any single way. Right. It, like, it was like, it's a failure just trying to paint it as a failure, but really the numbers, if these are correct, are definitely telling a different story. And, and, you know, we got, a, we got caught up in our emotions where, you could just do some simple math. I mean, I think I do remember saying something about this at one point, but I didn't like really emphasize it enough. Sure. But yeah, you do a little bit of simple math and you realize like, no, this is actually um, a pretty, could be considered a successful launch, especially when you factor in the fact that you have to have a PlayStation five, the fact that you, it costs $550 right. um, for it. Um, that just shows you that, no, like this thing is actually doing really, really well. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, <sighs> fuck, I just totally forgot what I was going to say. Um, no, I, <laughs> dude, I, I, I 100% agree there, there, there are so many factors here, you know, like it, we're, we're obviously we're, we're in a recession. People are out of jobs. There's, there's so many reasons why it wouldn't be selling that great. Um, and, and also, I mean, let's, let's not even, let's not even forget that in so many regions and, and some of the most important regions in the world, you can only buy this thing again, 
through PlayStation Direct. You have to buy it All through the them, right? Yeah. It's saying, you know, you, you could stumble across it without parole video or, or even like an IGN video or something and say, and here's somebody saying something positive about PSVR 2. And then you're like, well, sweet, Amazon.com. That's the first thing I do when I want something, Amazon.com, right? And it's like, you know, let's see how much this thing costs. Let's see, you know, is it available? Can I get it tomorrow? Uh, and it's just no, just not to be found, right? And for me, that pretty much that's pretty much the end of the story. If if something's not on Amazon and it's not on eBay, or if it's on eBay for like a ridiculous amount of money, that's the end of the story. I'm not going to go like hunting for it. I'm going to be like, oh, it must be sold out or something. I don't I don't know, right? And so you know, we keep referring that this is probably a soft launch, uh, and I think we have more evidence, more sirens. Jesus Christ, what is happening in Worcester today? Um, th- we keep pointing at this the being a thing that happens every day, <laughs> right? <laughs> Somebody's trying to take over the world. Um, we keep pointing at it being a soft launch. And I think we have more evidence than ever that this is the case. Uh, you know, Sony's not really pushing it. We haven't seen their roadmap. There's been no showcase. Uh, it's not available in stores. <laughs> I mean, when it's not available in stores or in the largest retailers in the world, it's a soft launch. And so these numbers are amazing by, by those standards. Um, the, the only thing I'll say, uh, you know, because I'm 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 forever going to be a conspiracy theorist, AJ. Oh no! Yep. Whenever <laughs> it, it's funny that it's like we we see articles like this from Insider Gaming uh, and, and and a few other sites have kind of like latched onto this, which is nice. But these are the kind of these are the exceptions. People are still all about the doom and gloom, and then numbers about some concurrent Quest user, users come out, right? And it's like so the. The first time anything negative about PSVR 2 comes out, everyone like fucking dogpiles on it. It's like, yeah, PSVR 2 is a failure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, that's all you see across the entire internet. But as the second you see anything little tiny positive come out about Oculus or Quest, then it's like they dogpile on that. And they're like, oh my God, 6 million concurrent users. Like, this is unbelievable, blah, blah, blah. But no one stops and goes, are those paid? Are people playing? Are, are people actually buying games over there? Because the answer, I can tell you right fucking now, the answer on Quest, people are not buying games, right? And so they say, but it's got six million users. Yeah, they're all playing Gorilla Tag for free. They're all playing Rec Room for free, right? So, so they're doing, so they're look, they're trying to find a way to like bury PSVR two in any way possible, but not doing the smallest amount of research, dude. If I can do the smallest amount of research and tell you the answer to these questions, then so can they, right? But they're not willing to. They, they, most of these places have an agenda and they're doing a very good job of pushing that agenda in your face at all times. Well, yeah, I'll be honest with you. I've never really understood why PSVR has always gotten so much hate like that, that it's gotten. Like I said, I, we've dealt with this for, for five, six years already. Um, and like I've been through it and, and to the point where I, I was done. I do think, I do think regardless, um, it's, I think it's too early to really say it's a big success. I think it's or too early to say it's some huge failure. Um, I think Sony knows what they're doing to some degree. All right, let me just say whatever they're doing, they're doing it intentionally. They're not, they didn't just like trip and fall and release this thing and whatever. There's a reason that there's, there's no big, you know, that they're doing the, the kind of marketing that they've done for it. Um, or just trying to do whatever they are with it. Um, but I do think it's way too soon because of the kind of product it is. If it was, if this was something, like I said before, if this was something that was supposed to sell a million at launch or a million pre-orders or something, I really feel like it would have been a $300 product without 
eye tracking, without haptics, without all this stuff. It would have just been a basic headset that was aimed toward mass, uh, you know, adoption. And so I don't think, I think that, I don't feel like that's what their game plan was here. Um, I feel like they they wanted to make something that was more high end, uh, knowing that it was going to sell less, that it was going to be more expensive, that it, you know, um, and, and yeah, like that's just kind of how I've felt about the whole thing that now that we've had some time past launch, what I, what I've, what I do know though, is that I think it's a, it's a kick ass product. I mean, the, if you look at all the reviews of PlayStation VR two, they're, they're really, really good. Um, the some of the games that we've gotten are incredible. I mean, launch with Gran Turismo, Resident Evil, uh, you know, some other ones, of course. Um, but those are huge. Those are big, big deals, in my opinion. Um, so it's kind of like it's kind of like letting the headset speak for itself right now. It, it will be interesting to see if if and when they do kind of turn like kind of change things into like a, okay let's try to get like let's really try to promote this thing let's really like like there's no there hasn't it hasn't felt like there's been a big push yet with it right. it feels like it's just been like you said uh, it, a soft launch it feels very much like a soft launch um and uh you know i can respect that it's it's not trying to be super flashy and and it's in marketing it's just trying to you know to take its shots, uh, pick its shots wisely, and you know, get uh, get a trailer with Ozzy Osbourne, and uh, and then uh, you know, get some kick ass games at launch, and you know, yeah, um, I've been I've been pretty happy with where it's at so far, and if people, if a lot of other people don't see that, then it's really their problem. Yeah. And, and for anyone, I mean, I, I've definitely seen people in the chat who think that there's like you know them being paranoid or whatever. Um, dude, it's fucking business. It's business. And if you don't think yeah. that Facebook has more money than fucking God, then you're out of your goddamn mind. And if you don't think that they're shaking in their boots for PSVR 2, you're out of your mind. And if you don't think that Quest 3 is going to be severely underpowered compared to PSVR 2, you're out of your mind. Quest 3 isn't that isn't going to be that big of an upgrade. And so I think they're scared. They're like, shit, AAA gaming is here in VR and we don't have the, we don't have the capacity to, to, to compete with that. It's business, and they're going to do every fucking thing they can in the book. You can call it paranoia. I call it fucking being rational, right? If you if you just open your eyes and look around the internet, you find what you find. Now, the thing about this episode is that we're starting to see the tide turn a little bit, and, and starting to see people who uh, are kind of coming around and, and sort of publishing, you know, positive press. Are there are there more articles like this? More more positive press? Yeah. The uh, the other one that um. Uh, the other one that I had in the run of show is from uh, is from Mixed News, uh, and and this is basically just sort of an updated. Um, oh, that was two links. Okay, an update. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. And it's an uh, basically updated impressions. I, it says after a month, I finally love my PSVR two. Um, I cannot pronounce. Uh, Tomislav Bezmelinovic. Bezmelinovic. And as it turns out, neither can AJ. Um, he says I I spurned my PSVR two. After a few weeks, I love it. What happened? More sirens on my end. He goes, it was a difficult start. I couldn't get used to the device. Regretted the purchase, and I was upset. If I were just a consumer and not a journalist writing about virtual virtual reality every day, I might have sent the PlayStation VR 2 back. I bought the VR headset along with the PlayStation 5, which will never be used for 2D games because I now 
play almost exclusively in VR. The bill was way over a thousand euros and expectations were high. For the past two years, I've mostly been playing on my MetaQuest 2, mostly native, sometime connected to a PC. Uh, VR headsets are often compared to clothes. They either fit or they don't. When I put on my PSVR 2, it was like trying, it was like just trying it on. Not just different clothes, but entirely new type of garment. Uh, the device felt even bulkier and heavier than MetaQuest 2. It pinched my head, my nose, my neck. It gave me headaches. The first PSVR sat well on my face and head. How did Sony manage to take a step backwards in comfort? Uh, there were other factors, too, that clouded my enjoyment of the device. Coming from PC VR, I was bothered by the slightly blurrier image and the lower resolution of some VR games I was familiar with on PC VR. The room scanning didn't work properly. I had to stand up and look around the room for minutes uh, while the system analyzed and saved my surroundings. Another time, I reached for the VR headset and installed multiple updates, first for the PS5, then for the VR headset, then for the two Sense controllers. One was One of the controllers prompted it wouldn't update or turn on until I restarted the system. 15 minutes had passed. I was still not in the game that I wanted. Uh, this is this may all be a series of unfortunate coincidences, but it left a taste that reminded me unpleasantly of issues I had in the past with PC VR. I put the device aside and watched TV instead. Now, he's going to go on, AJ, and say that he came around and, and, and things are getting better. But, but you and I had an amazing day one with PSVR 2. But I'm very, very curious to find out how many people had this kind of experience day one, right? Like, because... Because I was shocked when I heard people say, oh, it doesn't fit right on my head. Like, it's not as comfortable as PSVR 1. I was like, what? People are saying, oh, my, one of my controllers isn't working. And I was like, what? You know, or these, you know, or won't update or won't do this. And I, and I kept hearing a little bit, like, this problem here from this person, this problem here from that person, like, like quibbles and complaints here and there. This person seemed like he got kind of everything, right? Like, he, he's, he's the type of person that experienced all of the negatives and none of the positives uh, for a while. Um, and so, you know, again, this is, this is, this is kind of why I'm happy that we're in this soft launch phase where it's like, once they start making this major push, you know, people will have come around and, and, and either corrected their problems, gotten a working headset, uh, or just kind of like figured out where the sweet spot was. Um, do yeah, I-, I kind of expected a lot of these things to pop up at launch. I mean, I remember, you know, we, like you said, we had a pretty good first experience because we've played a lot of VR. We kind of know what to expect. And it's it's okay for a lot of people out there. You know, we I, I, I definitely saw it coming that there's a bunch of people that were going to have issues. I, st- I still see people making some some mistakes and things and, you know, getting their, their wire broken and stuff or things broken, breaking things in the house or whatever. And it's like... <laughs> You know, there's a lot of people that are new to VR. So I was, I was totally ready for this. I remember the first time using my PSVR headset, like it was, it, it took me like a day or two, um, or if not more to like, even just realize that I was like not wearing it the best way that I possibly could. And, and it was resulting in a little bit blurrier picture or things. And then, you know, a little bit of time, you just kind of get a feel for it. You get used to it and you, you know, what to look for and, and how to use it better. And um, you're starting to see a lot of that stuff. Like, I think, like you said, just like this guy, a lot of these people are starting to get used to these things, starting to forget about some of the things that they thought were a big deal at first, because it was just so 
like, I guess, shocking at first. And, um, yeah, I mean, I see it all over the internet. The, the whole mirror thing is becoming almost a joke now. Yeah. Um, after, after everybody's saying like, oh, I'm not going to buy a headset because of the mirror. <laughs> and, and, and now it's like almost like a joke. Like it, it's like its own, it's turned into a meme because of like just how I think people are starting to realize some of these things while they, you know, there's little things here and there, how overblown they can be sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but before we move on, uh, AJ man, bear pig game cat with a $2 tip says guys, PSVR two is just getting started. It's a great time for VR. And that is 100% the message that's not being shared enough out there. That's what we've been trying yeah. to share here more than anything else. This is an amazing time for VR. It's never been a better time to be a VR gamer. Uh, really, regardless of what platform you want to play on. Like I, I see, I see more announcements of PC VR games than ever, uh, knowing full well that those PC VR developers have a place to port their game to uh, on consoles without having to sacrifice any any of their vision. Uh, it makes that makes PC VR more attractive than ever. Makes PSVR two more attractive than ever. Uh, and of course, you know, Quest is going to keep dominating the uh, the mobile space. Uh, so it's never never been a better time to be a VR gamer, and I fucking I fucking love it. Um, it is really exciting. I mean, we the there's so much amazing stuff that's going to be coming down the the pipeline and. Man, uh, like launch has been great, but yeah, this is just the beginning. Like it's going to be insane and people have no idea. Yeah. Um, it seems weird to bring up this article and then, and then, and then not actually finish it off. Um, so real quick, I'm just going to say, uh, he's been saying, um, uh, over the past two weeks, Three accessories made my experience easier and better. The official Sense Controller charging station lends its inserts from the VR optician in Sony's Pulse 3D wireless headphones. The latter solved the problem of no hardware volume control and provided an unexpected boost to immersion. Taken together, these accessories were quite expensive, but well worth the investment. Uh, AJ, I will say that people are finding out, left and right, myself included, uh, that we need glasses. Um, and so I'm definitely yeah. getting some lenses from different VR lens places to review, uh, and, and check it out and see what it does to my experience. I find when I'm in games and I squint and I'm like, wow, when I squint, it's clearer. That means <laughs> it's, it's like, it's my eyes. It means you need glasses. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and you know, it's not something like, you know, that I really experience much of my everyday life. Like I am, I'm walking around and, and driving around and I'm like, yeah, everything, everything seems fine. But then I squint and go, oh yeah. Um, He's, this says, this is, uh, reflected in my VR consumption. I barely touched MetaQuest 2 in the last two or three weeks. If at all, it was only for a short motion intensive burst of VR gaming. Once I got used to the OLED display, of the OLED display of the PSVR 2 and graphics co- provided by PS5, it was hard to go back to my Quest 2. For deeper immersion, I put up with the cable, which surprisingly does not bother me too much. Um, he still, he still has a couple disappointments, um, but he's looking forward to, um, more than a hundred VR games that Sony says, says are in development. Yeah, I've definitely got some, like, you know, as big of a fan as I am of PSVR 2. I mean, it, it means, like, so much to me. Uh, I've still got criticism stuff, and, you know, sometimes I, I get critical on games. I get critical on the hardware, and people go, no, it's like, dude, it's fine. <laughs> like, not like, things have issues sometimes, and it's they need to be addressed. Like, they need to be talked about. Like, they exist, um, but at the same time, yeah, they don't need to be overblown. They're not they're not deal breakers in any way. Like, um, but it's just, uh, you know, it's just part of the growth and the growing pains of VR as a whole. Um, I was going to say something. Oh yeah. I totally agree with him about the, um, I don't, I don't use like the lens things or whatever, but, uh, I totally agree about, um, you know, the use of, what do you say? The, Oh, 
the sense controller charging station. Well, I don't know how you could go without having any sort of charging station, whether it's the Sony one or not. Um, I actually would prefer the one that has the headset stand because it's like, great. I can put my head, my, my uh, controllers down, but I've got no freaking where to put my headset. So it's kind of stupid. Um, and I, but, but as far as just the practical, just charging them, yeah, it works great for that. But, but I do miss having somewhere to like also put the stand. I think that's a little bit of a miss, but I also have to agree about the, uh, the, the 3d headphones, the pulse 3d headset. Um, it's like a hundred bucks and it took me a little bit of tweaking. I've posted like some of my settings and stuff in the discord. Um, but man, they, they sound, once you break them in, once you get them configured, they sound really, really good and they're super comfortable and fit really well around the headset. And, um, yeah, much better than the, the earbuds, like the earbuds are just, so you have some kind of sound really, but they're, quality wise they're like not good at all the the good news uh for the vr lenses is that uh, i've been talking to a lot of people who have been using them uh and and apparently installation is super easy they just slide right in they click boom good to go so now you don't have to wear your glasses in vr anymore um i've been uh, depending on which which ones you buy and this is obviously something that i'll cover uh if i start reviewing these things um you know you're going to get so the ones that I've been hearing about have no glare, uh, and literally just make everything look insanely better, like crystal clear. Right. And so these are, you know, some of the issues that people have been having, um, you know, the last thing you ever want to do is like blame the user for things. But, but when it actually turns out that some of us have bad vision, it's like, well, there's a point where you have to start blaming the user, myself included. Um, so I, I'm excited to get a pair and get them in there and, uh, and see what it does. Uh, because, I do find myself squinting. I gotta stop squinting. It's ridiculous. <laughs> that squinting will give you a headache. <laughs> like that's that's not yeah. a lie. Don't squint. Um, <clears throat> AJ, uh, this would this would be a um, you know I, I think I, I think with all this positivity uh, that we're seeing in the press about PSVR two and about you know a better uh, a better perspective on the potential sales figures. Um, It'd be kind of silly for us to, to to move along without talking about some some games that you should be excited for coming this year uh, to PSVR two. Uh, you and I did a was it last week was it last Monday? You and I did a uh, potential PSVR two roadmap with really like all the things that Sony needs to be doing, uh, all the games. Sure, was it the week? It was the week before, wasn't it? I don't know. It man. might have been the week before. It, it all I don't just remember. It all just kind of blends <laughs> together. I I don't really take any days off, and so it's all just one big mush of days. Um. And so, uh, and so, yeah, we, you and I talked about a roadmap and, and on that roadmap, we talked about some of the big games that were coming, like, uh, you know, Crossfire Sierra Squad, uh, about Firewall Ultra, you know, some of the big games, the ones that a lot of people are familiar with, but there's, I, I think there's so many games, dude. I think there's easily like 40 or 50 games coming during the rest of the year over the course of the next eight months, um, that people are going to be. Yeah. And we talked about, we, we talked about, um, the potential. I think somebody had asked, like, what do we think about, like, you know, when's the next big Sony event or whatever? And, and like I said, I think maybe one in the spring, one in the summer is like what I'm hoping for, where it's like an actual sort of showcase where they have like new big titles. And Sony seems like with what we've seen so far, it seems like when it comes to their first party, their big AAA first party titles, those are the ones that they really like to show off on the big stage um with some kind of event like that. So I think when it comes to those types of games, 
um, we will get those announcements uh, along um, with maybe some big AAA third-party studio announcements. Um, and uh, But there's a lot more, as we'll show here, that, you know, there's still, even without those being announced yet, um, there's still some really, really good games that are on the way. Yeah. The, the, fa- the fact that, you know, people are like, well, what's next? What's next? What's coming next? There's no roadmap. But, you know, it's like, and that's true, not officially from Sony, but third parties are, are kind of killing it. They, they've actually made um, so many announcements over the last few months, over the last year, that, like, we actually have a pretty good idea for what's coming over the rest of 2023. And, uh, and I mean, again, you know, I, I think there's easily 40 games that we could talk about right now uh, that are all coming to PSVR 2, and most of them are coming likely this year. Uh, but again, we, we want to focus on some of the maybe lesser known ones or some of the ones that haven't been talked about very much. Um, and dude, I, if you don't mind me starting this off, uh, one of them that one of these I actually got to play and uh, on PC when they did their uh, when when Steam did their VR demo month or whatever it was, uh, and that's Hubris. Uh, how much do you know about Hubris, AJ? Well, um, <laughs> not a ton. I mean, I know it's like a. I, I know that it's a stunning-looking sci-fi adventure. It kind of mixes a lot of different things. I w- I was kind of hoping that it would replace my um, Subnautica, my uh, kind of empty hole that's that Subnautica VR never coming left, um, and. You just need something to fill you know, that big empty hole. Yes. Um, and, you know, I had heard a lot of mixed things about it. Uh, yeah. In some ways, you know, I, I heard some great technical things about it. And then um, obviously the graphics are stunning. Uh, but as far as like being a complete game is where it kind of went into a gray area for me. And I didn't, um, you know, cause I also like to experience stuff myself. I don't like to, I like to and have my own opinions. So sometimes I avoid, uh, like other reviews and stuff so that uh, I kind of go in with just my own thoughts. Yeah, I sort of been doing the same thing. I, I sort of heard that there were mixed reactions to the full PC release. Um, but, you know, I when I played on the PC, as far as the demo is concerned, it felt really good. Like, this is sort of everything you want in VR. They were like, I, it's almost like they had a checklist. They're like, well, what do people want? They want, they, they want things to be VRAF. They like things to climb. They like to shoot things. They like to go, they like swimming and, and this and that and jumping, whatever. Right. And they sort of did all of that. Right. And this trailer shows that they went even further. And, uh, and so everything that I did in the demo made me go, this is great. Like if they keep expanding on everything that they've delivered so far, then I'm going to be really, really excited, right? Like if, if, if climbing becomes more than just, Hey, you're climbing from this area to this area, maybe there's climbing challenges. If, you know, there was already some platforming challenges, uh, in the demo, uh, you know, I, I'd love to see how intense the shootouts get. Uh, and, but, but I'll tell you right now that I <laughs> love this trailer so much is this coming fall 2021. <laughs> yeah, yeah when you said uh, when you said uh, what do i know about hubris i was like well i did an upcoming psvr games list about three years ago yeah. that had hubris on it yeah <laughs> coming 2021 and in the better the even funnier part is it has the playstation vr1 logo on it which has i can promise you has been completely abandoned at this point um, i think the uh, yeah i think the whole thing i i kind of never believed it was going to come and if it did it wasn't going to be good anyways um i think it's supposed to be around november um is from what i got from one of my gaming mags um it it said the planned release is november and that's that thing's usually pretty accurate although 
I'm not such a, I am not at liberty to discuss. Oh, so you know things. Sometimes I know things, AJ. Sometimes. So is it November? <laughs> Sometimes I know things. <laughs> I only I only tell Tornado and she keeps all my oh, secrets. Okay. Um, um but yeah, dude, like this is this is a beautiful game, right? And so whether it turns whether whether it ends up being the greatest game ever or it ends up just being kind of mid, I, I do think it's a game that I'm I'm excited to play. Right, because it's just got all these different gameplay mechanics kind of sh- shoved in there, uh, and I'm I'm excited to see what they have for us. Plus, we know that like they're, I I I think we all kind of hate the way that they announce this, but this is just part one, right? And by part one, they don't mean episode one; they just mean that they've got more games planned coming after this one, and so they're not done with hubris. Like they they want to keep bringing us hubris hubris games, and the sequel I'm sure is already in the works, um, and so they're you know they're going to keep learning cyborg games is going to keep learning and, and i'm sure each game is going to get better um, but this is a built from the ground up for vr game right this is not a flat screen game ported into vr uh and so uh, i'm i'm kind of already impressed with what i've played and if it turns out to be just an okay game i'm kind of okay with that too just because like it's going to be beautiful at least and it's fun yeah yeah uh aj how excited are you for Synapse? I'm pretty excited, man, because it comes uh, via End Dreams, who made Fract uh, and Shooty Fruity. Um, obviously, the big comparison is, is Fract here, though, uh, with like a similar kind of run and gun style. Yeah, uh, not only myself, but people in general seem very, very excited about this one. And uh, I think for good reason. I mean, um, you know, they this game, if there's one thing I'm pretty confident about, is that this game is going to have really sick gameplay. <laughs> and it's probably going to look pretty good, too. Yeah, uh, I don't want to start with my concerns, but I'm going to start with my concerns. Right, short because as no, actually, I'm not concerned. It's short. I actually feel like they probably took the uh, took the feedback from Fract because that game was ridiculously short, right? Like two hours or two and a half hours, something like that. I think they took the feedback from that and said, "Well, how do we spend the same amount of money and make a longer game?" And I think that's probably where this visual style came from. I think that's probably where the level design came from. My concern, like, and and obviously they took this really cool idea. It's like, hey, you're with one hand, you've got. Uh, you've, you've got a gun, you've got a weapon of some kind, you're shooting with one hand and with the other hand, you're using telekinesis and, and, and throwing shit out of the way and throwing, I'm sure throwing enemies left and right and using whatever in the environment to clear your path. My concern is that it's very, like, I feel like, and, and I really hope I'm wrong. I feel like they've, they, they looked at pistol whip and they looked at super hot and they said, let's take a, let's take a nice, but simpler visual style something that we can, uh, you know, like randomly generate or procedurally generate for level after level uh, and just and just keep throwing things at the gamer um, and just say, hey, get get from the beginning of this level to the end of this level. And that's how this is going to work. I really hope I'm wrong. And I hope that this is there's more of like a big, you know, narrative adventure here. Uh, but it very well could be something that's a little bit more straightforward than I think most people are thinking. That's my only concern with this game. Well, um, I don't know. From what I've seen so far, I, I'm definitely getting fracked vibes where it's, 
you just it's kind of like you know a pretty straightforward running gun shooter um it would be cool to have some other story stuff in there but dude visually you know i'll be honest with you when i with you when i first saw this trailer like i was kind of just like it looks like a simple like just a simple shooter just another simple shooter and that was my like initial reaction but then i thought about it and i was like man though with the oled and the hdr screen like these colors you're seeing here like i just have this feeling that this is going to look because of the art style that they chose this could potentially look really really cool with everything being black and white the blacks are going to be super black and then you have this contrast of this telekinesis with this like really neon like purple pink um (laughs) kind of like um you know trails with it or whatever and and uh and i really like the idea of being able to you know i've never been like a huge like telekinesis person in in games like whatever but but i will say it does seem pretty fun to be able to like pick somebody up and then you can smash them through it's got like destructible like things in the environment like you can smash them through crates or smash them through walls and stuff can i can i ask um, why you've never been been a telekinesis in games because like if i had one superpower i feel like irl i feel like that would that's what i would choose because i've always wanted to move things with my mind and i feel like in games (laughs) in games it sounds great my only my problem has been is that it doesn't usually work well in games like you know, because it's like you try to have to like focus on the object that you want to do, and then it's like, well, how do I manipulate this thing in the game? And like, it just feels clunkier than it should. Like, if I really had telekinesis, it would feel amazing. And so few games actually convey that to the player. Yeah, I've just I don't know. Like this style of game, um, VR. Like if you took the VR out of it, like and whatever, like I wouldn't typically be like, what was what was that like? Um, I don't know. I just wasn't, I just never been, uh, it's just not been my thing, you know, like, like I've just never had any big connection with the game. We're not friends. Yeah. (laughs) Like some major telekinesis (laughs) stuff. Um, Dan Dan in the chat says, remember Brian telekinesis makes your nose bleed. It also happens when I get an erection, strangely enough. (laughs) There it is. You got an erection joke per Monday. That's the one. Um, uh, But, uh, but yeah, man, I just, I don't know. I feel like the heavy focus here is on the gameplay. I, I hope that there's some some more surprises. You know, with Fract, uh, like when I was playing Fract at the time, I was like, this is not only one of the best VR games, this is like one of the best games I've ever played in my life. And then, you know, and then it ended like <laughs> in like a, two hours. And I was like, Ugh. so that's probably – you know, where for me is like, how deep does this game go? Yep. Um, because the basic core combat and everything looks great, but it's going to come down to, you know, how the depth of the game and, um, yeah. you know, what other surprises they have. Yep. And that's what, that's definitely what I'm concerned about. Uh, I saw Tim in the chat say a straightforward is fine. Like if it just ends up being very pistol whippy or very, you know, super haughty, uh, then that's fine. And, and I, yeah, it, people like that because right. it's just, it's easy to, to play. Right. Like, you know, it's, it's easy for anybody, a lot of people to get into. Yeah. And like not, and not everything has to be a big epic narrative adventure. I, I completely agree with that statement. Uh, I just, I don't know if you finally give me an awesome telekinesis power. Like I want to like, I kind of want to live in that world. Um, but if it ends up being a fun game and like, you know, again, I, I'm not the kind of person who, who, who constantly says, this is how a game should be made or, or, you know, talk to, uh, you know, 
before I've even played a game, say, this is the problem with your game, <laughs> you know? Uh, so I try to, I try to be positive and, and, and stay reserved until I've actually played it for myself and I, and I can actually form my own opinion. Um, and so that's why I always feel bad about voicing concerns <laughs> when they could very likely be no concern at all. Because if this game is yeah. fun, then no one's going to care if it's super straightforward. That- the telekinesis like throwing stuff that's that's what's got me the most excited about this plus i i do think um even though i usually prefer like a really colorful art style and stuff i do like the contrast that this has and and there's there's like explosions and and stuff it looks it looks like it could be um if used properly really really cool you got cold yogurt with a two dollar tip thank you so much uh dude you got cold yogurt had one hell of a time getting his tips working on the last show uh hey brian it's you got cold yogurt. Thank you, AJ. Um, I uh, hopefully you caught not only my apology on the show and the fact that we did read your tip out uh, about synth riders and, uh, and and uh, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, uh, but I, I also contacted you on Discord. You got cold yogurt. That's my. That's the best I was going to do. I'm running out of energy. Uh, uh, so so again, sorry about whatever happened on uh, Friday's episode, but uh, but hopefully it is all rectified. AJ, give me another game that we should be excited for. You want to do one more, two more? How do you want? What do you want to do? Yeah, and one, one last thing about Synapse. Um, you know, we we're talking about how simple is good sometimes, yeah. and I think a prime example of of that is Song in the Smoke. You know, you and I adore Song in the Smoke. We freaking love that love game. It. It's very complex, right? Like it's it's a very it's a huge game. It has these really um kind of like hardcore game mechanics and stuff and as we've seen time and time again like games like that don't always sell as well as just a simple straightforward arizona sunshine uh so we'll we'll have to so i think this game's in in good company it's being made by a good developer and uh and yeah i I see a lot of people excited for it and i and i can totally understand why yeah another good game brian that is uh Coming up is Journey to Foundation, yeah. according to the list, of the run of show that I've been given. So uh, that, does this answer the question if we're doing one more <laughs> game or two more games? Yeah, I mean, I could throw one in there, too, after this. All right. What do you know about Journey to Foundation, AJ? What I know is that it's uh, based on the sci-fi novel by Isaac uh, Asimov, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it's... Um, it's definitely a narrative driven now in terms of like narrative driven games. This one actually seems to be like one of the more promising ones. I don't want to set it up because, you know, I don't want another scraper situation. Oh God. Yeah. But, but it does seem like, uh, you know, this, and this is Archaic, which we haven't heard from Archaic in a long time. Yeah, dude. Um, it was free diver, right? It was the last time we heard from three. Them? Oh, right. Right. Doom they ported three. doom three. I can't imagine that was yeah. the whole team. Yeah. No, but um, but yeah, D- Free Diver and Doom Three Evasion um, were kind of the last things that we saw from them, and yeah, so obviously we've found out what what they've been up to, which is Journey to Foundation, and um, yeah, it's it's a very sci-fi driven, um, very ambitious looking game. Uh, when you read the details about what they're going for here, uh, I find it to be very ambitious. So. It'll be very interesting to see if they actually like, you know, how well they execute this. Yeah. For a game that seems like it's uh, spending a lot of its efforts, like where you're making choices. Um, yeah. I really, you know, you got, you got to wonder if this is one of those games. Um, 
God, I was just I was just watching a retrospective on Dino Crisis, AJ. I bet you didn't think Dino Crisis was going to come into the conversation today. <laughs> no, I did not. Um, did not have that on my bingo card today. <laughs> well, it's been on some other ones but. for sure. Uh, this and it's uh, and 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 I played Dino Crisis a bunch when I was younger, you know, on PlayStation yeah. One, and 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 I probably beat it multiple times because uh, I, I loved Capcom games, I loved survival horror, and I loved that stuff. I uh, never knew that you could get through the entire game without killing a single dinosaur. Which I find fascinating. There's trank guns, and you can you can spend your resources making tranquilizer darts uh, rather than like building he- creating health items and stuff like that. And so it's it's funny that when I was thinking about Dino Crisis today, I was I started thinking about Journey to Foundation because this seems like the kind of game where it's like if you want to be stealthy, if you want to you know choose the conversation uh the the dialogue in the conversation to be friends with everybody it seems like the type of game that you might be able to get through without firing a single shot i don't know if that's true or not but it does it does have that vibe to it reminds me of uh sentient on ps1 as well which was just yeah i don't know about that because i do think it mentions um it does say like there's options or whatever but I don't know. It seems like it is kind of still based around a shooter. Uh, I don't know if it goes as far as um, things, but it does give you some gameplay options. You can play as more of a stealth uh, thing. Uh, there's there's more of a stealth. There's more diplomacy. Uh, and then there's enforcement, which is just like you you're know, reading the same up. PlayStation blog article that I am. I'm reading the official website, which is what I read originally. They um, copied and pasted I, into the blog I, post. I pulled it. <laughs> they copied. Uh, but, yeah, and then they, they talk about, you know, uh, having different tools and abilities that you can unlock from uh, being able to manipulate people, uh, being able to uh, – what is this? Prime Radiant? I don't know what some of this means. But then having, like, a multi-tool. Yeah, it seems like there's – like I said – Seems like a pretty ambitious game, yeah. and this is this I, is the line. This is the line that makes me wonder. This is the line that makes me wonder. They say the power of mental science allows you to uncover and influence the emotions of people around you. Use this to your advantage to gain information peacefully or forcibly. Yes, so you can look at somebody and just stare at them. They're like, oh, oh. This, is, this is what happens in real life too, AJ. <laughs> Uh, this, this is going to hit real close to home. Like, oh, uh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that could be interpreted some way. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, oh, oh, oh Did, just shit yeah. myself. <laughs> yep, yep. Of course, my mind uh, went to the worst great. possible one, and then I was like, "They're going to cancel us again." <laughs> paranoia, paranoia. Everybody's coming. Okay, one more AJ, and then and then let's wrap the show up. All right. Um, well, I think last last time we talked about like Hellsweeper, right? I talked about Hellsweeper. Yeah. Did you did you have another one? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that, I, I did my part of the show. <laughs> this was my list so far. Well, um, I wish I had the old run of show. Uh, can you give me two seconds? Can you entertain the cats for just two seconds? Sure, I think I want to. I want to pick wisely here. All right. Choose, but choose wisely. So, uh, I can choose whatever I want to, right? You can choose whatever you want. AJ, I, I took you off camera so you can do whatever you want to, right? Sweet. You have a bathroom break, whatever, whatever you want, man, whatever you want. Now let's try in the game feline with the $5 tip says telekinesis and VR. Are we getting carry VR then? They're all going to laugh at you. 
So the funny thing is, I think they're all going to laugh at you. Did come from the Carrie movie, right? And uh, all I can think of is the Adam Sandler joke, uh, the bit. They're all going to laugh at you, right? I don't know, AJ. This the show is falling apart without you. You better hurry up and get back in. No, you're doing great, man. Keep yeah. it up, uh, dude. Yeah, telekinesis in VR. It's craziness. Um, so okay, so I, I I need to know in the chat um, because I you, I think you guys know that I wasn't loving the Mummy, right? I, like, there's all these there's all these movies. The reason I watched Alien Three and Alien Resurrection and and all this other stuff, right? Prometheus is because there's a whole slew of movies that like I have not seen. And every time the conversation comes up, I have to like either opt out or admit that I haven't seen them. And I mean, and when I tell you that I haven't seen movies like Die Hard, people gasp. That's why Miles calls them the gaspalist. Uh, so, uh, so Die Hard. Um, I tried to make it through the first Predator movie and I couldn't, right? I, I, so I haven't seen Predator 1 or 2. Um, and the only Terminator movies I've seen are 1 and 2. Uh, I'm trying to list off a bunch of movies that I haven't seen. I'm trying to give you guys a breath of my uh, of my lack of knowledge so that you can point me in the right direction and tell me which movie I need to watch next, which series do I need to dive into next? Because when I got into Alien, I was like, well, I'm going to watch them all. Uh, and that turned out to be detrimental to my health but like should i watch see tim we're just not going to agree on anything tim says oh predator's good too that's the thing it's like hey, i Brian. i watched it for the first i tried to watch it for the first time weeks ago right like 35 years after it came out and so like it just it, it it's it, it's a movie of its era right and it's it's so broy, and it's like oh yeah muscle dudes you know like running around the jungle like to- tons of guns and stuff and i'm just like yeah it's never really been my scene to begin with and this is like as far <laughs> this is this is not my scene and as far away from my scene as you can possibly get um but i'm, I'm willing to give it another chance right if everybody's like <laughs> everybody's like killing me for predator uh mark pringlesleaf i've watched the first two or three final destinations and uh and i've realized they're all exactly the same <laughs> like exactly the same they just changed the way that people die which is sort of like i guess every slasher movie but yeah yeah all right brian guess what what before we lose too many more viewers <laughs> i have gotten a game picked <laughs> uh now i, I want to give a shout out to a a smaller uh title here um damn it i've got two that i'm torn on um we're on your we're on your schedule, AJ. I wanna I wanna go for uh I wanna give some love to VR skater or skate VR, whatever it's called. VR skater? It's VR skater, yeah. VR skater. Um I'm actually really excited about this. I know it's a, it's you know it's a it's a small indie game or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but it seems really, really fun and I love the uh concept of skateboarding in VR or having a skateboarding game. You know, I, as you know, I'm also big fan of snowboarding as well i love extreme sports in vr and i think they're pretty cool so um i don't actually know a whole bunch about this and i will give you another one a game as well um but brian what's your what's your thoughts on on the skate uh vr skater because i'm secretly i feel like this is a game that i'm gonna get really really hooked to um i yeah i I was a huge, huge fan of Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two. Uh, I sort of started falling off around three, uh, and but but I, I think they were great games. Um, and 
I think, you know, I think there's so much to it, right? It has to do with the level design. It has to do with the soundtrack and just like having a good time when you're in there. It's all about gameplay. And so this, you know, I think this is interesting. I think this is an interesting first VR skateboard game to get, right? Because it's all going down like the straight linear path. It's not like these open levels or anything like that. But what they're doing because of that are able to just throw things right in your direction, right? Right in front of you. It's like, here's your next obstacle. Here's your next obstacle. And you don't have to worry too much about about some of the unnecessary things like full freedom of movement uh and i and for what it looks like the trick system here is awesome right i loved i loved kind of using your sense controllers as feet and I, and, I, and i think if they pull this off the way that i think they're going to pull it off it's gonna this is going to be a really fucking fun game to play yeah it, it seems just like a really really cool game to me and um the gameplay itself just seems really satisfying. It kind of reminds me a little bit of like stride where it's just like, you know, it's like kind of one simple concept or whatever, but, but it executes that it spends a lot of time, um, you know, making sure that one simple concept is really fun. And um, this could have some other things as well. I mean, you see the dude jumping over some, some buildings and getting some like huge air and uh, you know, trying to pull off as many tricks as you can. If, uh, if this has some really good skill-based gameplay, um, this is going to be really cool. So uh, I'm really, I'm, I'm like I said, man, this is like one of my more anticipated games to be honest with you. Like I just, I'm like really craving this game. Um, Really excited for it. Um, Yeah. I also, I also like the idea that for, first of all, uh, I love the music that I love. Excuse me. And uh, and 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 sometimes it takes some random outside influence to get me into something that I didn't know that I loved. Right? Like right. a lot of the times when I was younger, playing a video game, where I was like, "Wow, what, who's this? What is this?" You know, like and just in discovering bands that way. Uh, sometimes I'm watching yeah. a TV show and there's a song, and I'm like, "What is this?" Like this, you know, like TV shows seem like the worst place possible to to find a band that you'd like. But yet sometimes yeah. it happens in the I love that. <laughs> the energy of the soundtrack that we've heard from this trailer is exactly what I want to hear in a skating game and possibly when I'm done skating in VR. And so I'm sort of excited about the soundtrack just as much as anything else, because it sounds like a, there's probably a bunch of bands that I'll get into uh, and like, you know, and, and kind of uncover more of on my own outside of the game. Plus, I love customizing shit, AJ. And like when I get to skate around on a customized deck like this, uh, it's going to be so much fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the other game, uh, the other smaller title that we want to give some love to is one that uh, developers have told me is announced for, or not announced, that they're planning for 2023. So it should be this year. Um, And that is Ultra Wings 2. Uh, This is obviously a sequel to Ultra Wings 1 and was a really good, was really close to like a flight sim uh, that we had um, full of mini challenges and all these things. I played this game a lot on uh, Quest 2, actually, because I thought this game was going to be coming out sooner than what it actually turned out to be. <laughs> but um, but looking at... So they're, they're bringing over what looks like essentially the PC VR version of this. And the PC VR version looks pretty good, actually. Um, yes, it, it's got its style, like its art style, its stylized art design where it can at times it's really weird it's almost like a it's almost like a cartoon hybrid where like sometimes it looks pretty realistic sometimes it looks cartoony um 
it's very interesting. I guess it just depends on how, like, where you are or whatever. But yeah, uh, but I put feels, this on. Sorry, it feels like yeah. The less there is on screen, the more cartoony it looks, right? But like when it when it seems like when you're in the middle of the city, when you're flying through that, uh, it looks a lot more realistic. And then when you're flying over big empty fields, it's like, oh yeah, this is pretty sparse and cartoony. Yeah, sometimes I guess it depends on yeah different things. I mean, the airplanes like it's so weird. The, the airplanes can look really realistic at times and look really nice. Um, but it's about, to me, this game is all about the gameplay and how it feels. You know, yeah. I loved using, even though this game supported the HOTUS, which this one probably will again, I loved using the the move controllers yep. with this because it just felt so good to flick all the switches <laughs> and, and, and you know, you, you'd push the button to engage the gas and, and you know, pull the throttle and everything and use the, the HOTUS in the game. Um, it's really good. But the thing that this game added that I think really – makes it uh take a big step forward is the combat the combat in this game is really really fun and there's mode there's levels against drones there's levels against um where there's like these turrets you have to fly around this spot and take out uh these turrets and stuff the uh the kind of like war-based combat stuff that they added in this is is a lot of fun so um and as the first game just like the first game there's a lot of content in this game as well Nice. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. I loved Ultra Wings, uh, and I'm 100% with you. Uh, using the move controllers was great. I loved like just just simple things like turning the key to start the engine. Uh, it, it all felt very tactile, and, and I loved it. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing, AJ. With uh, without going any further on Ultra Wings two, I will say, um, man. I'm so excited for some more developers to announce their games because we're, we're, we're trying to, you know, send some love to, to, to smaller indie studios who are bringing their games to uh, PSVR 2. Uh, because I mean, just like PSVR 1, man, there's going to be a lot of gaps in between like the larger titles. And so, yeah. you know, so if you don't like indie games, you, you know, you, you're going to miss out on a lot of great stuff. Um, and, and man, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, AJ, without saying anything I shouldn't say. I just can't wait to use my racing wheel again, and we should be using that soon. Nice. I um, yeah, man. I, I've heard about a couple things as well that we obviously can't talk about. I heard about something recently that was like, holy shit! <laughs> like that sounds like something that we would all like dream about. Um, Ooh, tell me what it is. Tell me what it is. I can't, man. I can't. But it sounded. It sounded like something that we we would really really all want, and um, or at least a lot of us hard, you know, a lot of the more hardcore guys uh, and gals out there um, that uh, like punishment and stuff. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that that would be really really into. So got really excited by that. Um, yeah, I gotta say. And then I was no. Go ahead. You go ahead. I was going to say, I saw somebody earlier in the chat say, uh, I think it was Minners. I think Minners was saying, um, like, why, why, why do we need to look ahead at, like, more games? We've already got so many, right? Like, we're still catching up on all the launch games and all the games that have come out since launch, right? And I, and I think it's so funny to to hear that perspective because that's the perspective that I have, right? But that's not the perspective that people are, you know, that's not the image of PSVR 2 that people are painting, like, outside of our bubble, right? Like, there's no games. It's a dry spell. It's everything's it's not, no hope, Right. But yeah, dude, it's like there's so many games still left to play, um, and, uh, and 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 I'm going to be so busy uh, with every single with, with all of the launch games through all of these new releases. It's I, I mean I know that not every game is for everybody, 
So not everybody has the same task that I do of like trying to get through every single launch game. Uh, but man, just like VR always does, it makes me really enjoy genres that I didn't think that I would enjoy. Um, and I'm having a blast getting through all those games right now. So many good games. Yeah. All right, man. You ready to lose about 100 viewers and play a little game of PSVR 20 questions? Yes. All right, man. Well, I am up. <laughs> Never been more ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. What's uh, I'm going to put six minutes on the clock, and uh, you guys know help AJ as much as you can uh, in the chat. Ask, suggest good questions for him to ask, and uh, on, on top of that, give him good recommendations based on the answers that I give. On your mark, get Des. Go. Is this game on PSVR two? Yes. Nice and easy. Ooh. Right? Yes. You're already halfway there. Is it a puzzle game? Uh, it's puzzly. Puzzly. Okay, yeah, I mean, it's not, not it's a puzzle game. It's not, not a puzzle game. <laughs> it's not, not a puzzle game. Yep. Um, it better not be like a boxing game. That's a, It better not be Knockout League. Well, it can't be, but um, <laughs> let's see here. Does it have a cartoonish art style? Yeah, I think you'd call this a cartoony art style. I like where GC's going with this. Oh, let me see what GC's talking about. Um, okay, okay. Does this game have garden in the title? This game might have garden in the title. In fact, <laughs> it does have garden it, in the title. Is it Garden of the Sea? Well, way to suck the fun out of that one, Tiff. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, four. Four? Did I get it in four? Yeah, it was four, five. Four. Oh, yep. Something like that. Wow. We crushed right. it. Cool. We crushed it, y'all. Sucking the fun out of everything as right Tiffany always does. <laughs> you answered that so fast. People are still making suggestions in the chat. <laughs> All right, you guys. Boom. It is time to get out of here. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We love you oh so very much. Thank you to people uh, like the moderators around here. Thank you to people like uh, Jay Meow and uh, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry that helped this channel run. Uh, thank you to everybody who uh, supports us financially, not just by being a member here, but over on patreon.com slash without pro games. Thanks to everybody that tips in the chat. Uh, thanks to everybody over on our discord. Thanks to everybody who helped out during 20 questions. Not that you really had a chance to help. Uh, thank you to everybody who, who participated in the chat tonight. Uh, even Matthew Longo, who I never disagree, who I never agree with and who never agrees with me. Um, but that's okay, Matthew. I still love you. Uh, and of course, thank you to everybody who sat back and watched the show. Doesn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. And we love you just as much. AJ, it's Monday. Can I cue the cat? Cue the cat, Brian, because I want to say, see you guys on West Day to Mark Pringles Leaf. Thank you so much, man. Uh, Dan Kiefer, Looper the Underground Game Cat in the house tonight with a two euro donation. Says it's five. PSVR 2, nice. puzzly, cartoony, garden guest. Thank, okay. thank you, okay. Looper. On the, keeping on us. the technicality. Yeah. I don't count the guests. Hey, Looper, but, Looper's the know, keeper of 20 questions. We have Looper, to. Yep, we abide by everything I, Looper says. I, I, I will respect the keeper. <laughs> Gabriel 004, the license to meow, GameCat. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. Chrome Colossus says life. <laughs> Dan, the GameCat's pajamas, also known as Danorana Pajama. Danorama. Jack Lightning in the house tonight. You can see homie shades of gray matter. He is gray of shades. How many shades? Corky. Of, is it 50 shades of gray matter? What's his? Oh, gray matter shades. You, Boom. I know your real identity. You are, you are now, you've now been doxxed. You, you, you think he gets, you think he gets kinky in the bedroom? Is that why he goes by 50 shades of gray matter? <laughs> Corky, the game cat. I love that name. Mm -hmm. Um, that sounds like that should be a PSVR 2 game, mm -hmm. Brian. 
Corky, the game cat. Mm-hmm. That we have a we have the living embodiment of a PSVR two game mascot right there. We've also got Corey <laughs> Massey in that size as well. That was quick. That's what she said. Is there wow. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey Matter would agree. <laughs> uh, wait, did he change it? No, wait, Looper the Game Cat, Looper the Underground Game Cat, Elite Name Squad in the house. Show some respect on the name. Five euros upping the ante here says, of course, guest counts. It's not called PSVR 19 questions. Yes, 100%. Touche, Looper. Touche. Looper Uh, is absolutely correct. Akavario says, Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra. I don't know what that says. Hopefully, I didn't just curse you. Or uh, say some profanity in some other foreign language. Dude, um, you, it's a famous Captain Picard line from Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh, <laughs> it's like he's 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 learning this other culture's uh, language because uh, him and another one are are, are, are trapped. It's, it's the same thing as enemy mine. Let's be fair. Um, and, and so they're trapped, and he's like, "Do they?" <laughs> it's a, it's a phenomenal episode, man. Like you, you gotta love Next Generation. Oh uh, well. Um... Hopefully that redeemed me a little bit for not having seen Die Hard or Predator. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they're so mad well, at me. Kiefer, they're so mad Dan at me. Keeper also says Shaka when the walls fell. Yes. Oh my god, I fucking love you guys so much. This is making me tingle all over. <laughs> uh, Are these all Star Trek references? It's the same episode. Yeah. Yeah, oh. <laughs> uh, dude, dude, well, no, but for real, for real, like you know, like I, I, I like to joke about like my uh, my ineptitude when it comes to like certain '80s movies, right? Because I was too young to see some of them, um, and so and so now I have to, here I am having to watch them like you know 30 years later, and absolutely, uh, like you know, I have to put myself in the mindset of being like, oh, this would have been great when I was 10. Um, so I do, I do want to watch, I do want to get through Predator, right? Because I, I love the concept of Predator. Really I, love, I thought Prey was really fun. Um, in Die Hard, I mean, I heard, I, I heard like even, uh, I heard Die Hard is like even the bad ones are good. Is that true or no? Uh, n- no, that's not true. <laughs> they're, not, they're not even enjoyable. No, <laughs> uh, probably they're like okay, but the the first three are are the good ones, really. <laughs> J Mind the Game Cat says, "How have you, how have you seen Enemy Mind but not Die Hard, dude? This is this is <laughs> this this is the enigma that is Brian Paul, right? Like I've seen I, I've I've seen shit like Pan's Labyrinth and City of Lost Children and like Amelie, right? Like I, I've watched way more foreign movies and like obscure anime than I ever have for like mainstream action movies that like existed in the states, like at at, at the in the prime of my life." Uh, this is this is fucking nutso. Uh, so I, pro- I, the best. I promise you guys, I'm going to watch these movies and I'll get back to you. I promise you. All right. And on that note, uh, I will leave us with this. Yeah. And all I got to say uh-huh. is by grab Thaw's hammer, you will be avenged. Gre- Gremlins is the best Christmas movie ever. Just just wanted to correct. Cool. Die hard. So I just wanted to correct a double M game. Nightmare Before Christmas. No, Gremlins. Okay, Gremlins, Gremlins is pretty damn good. Okay. Good night, everybody. We love you all. I'm, wait- I'm waiting for you to meow. Yeah. <laughs>